welcome to Red Gate and Wolf. We're an actual Play Monster of the Week podcast, and I am your host and keeper, Sarah. And joining me today is Sean. Hi, I'm Sean, and I play Angus McRae, the monstrous. And joining us once again is our very special guest, Mr. Ray. Hi, I'm Mr. Ray. I'm the keeper of a $2 creature feature, and I am playing Severus Savati, the spooktacular. When last we met, Severus Savati's traveling fun fair had come to the small fictional town of Hendrix. The owner of said fair went looking for Meadow, and against Joel's advice, set her free. She ran straight to Angus's bed, surprise, surprise, and now she's expecting puppies. Ah, you guys wish. Maybe in an alternate reality. Anyway, after showing Meadow around his funfair, Severus and Angus promptly lose Meadow. She wasn't lost for long, though, as Sheriff Winters finds her when she lays her sticky fingers on his totally fully clothed backside. We return to the mystery after the two men have been properly admonished for not keeping a better eye on their wayward child. Um, can I trust you to get uh, my mother back to the tavern? Your mother? I'm sorry, Meadow? Meadow back to the tavern? That's the second time you've said that. Once when we were on holiday, and now, now. Yes, well, you may not remember it, but it, it is true, I assure you. How, how could she be your mother? This is all quite sudden. Well, um... I'm sure she could explain the details to you, but I would rather not. Um, but the essential of it, from what I understand, is when a man and a woman love each other very much, or they're very drunk, <laughs> or they just happen to be horny, or it's a very slow Saturday afternoon, um, they get together like this, and then they... Okay, okay. <laughs> I get the unfortunate picture. Good. I was going to say, I can get some stuffed animals from a stall to, to really enact it out, but uh, yes, that's... You bring those to life, too. <laughs> another time, perhaps. <laughs> Ooh. A carnival is this? It's actually a perk of this playbook is I could have had a living stuffed animal. Oh! I chose the scamulet instead, like a fool. <laughs> no! Meadow's so like, how did you come out? Okay, we're not going to get into this. I don't remember, I'll be honest. Ah, Joel's really worried about that part. <laughs> well, I'm not quite sure how the birthing process of Nephilim are. I just know that it takes a very short time for them to be born. So, a short labor then. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, a short pregnancy for sure. The real problems come after, well, and during. Oh? Well, during labor, there tends to be side effects, uh, effects on the weather, the rapid amount of uh, cattle birth, I believe. Um, it's all very biblical. And then afterwards, well, the child might become a target. There are some angels who revile, I believe that's the correct word, the existence of the Nephilim. And they'll do anything in their power to destroy it. Because they're an infomaniac? No. That's what she got from that. I don't remember what word he said. Nephilim. Nephilim. It's the child born between a human and, well, an, uh, an angel. Is the bastard an angel? Because if he shot me, I'm going to say he's anything but an angel. He sounds a lot like Marie if he shot you. She wasn't there for that. You don't know what Marie's done in this timeline that she might have been there for. Hmm. Aye. Marie's not angel either. That I can attest to. I did have to cleanse him. Cleanse him? What, what, do, you, what do you mean by that? He smells a little bit demonic. Well, this is... That's unexpected. A lot of things happened that were unexpected. Yes, we can see that. Perhaps instead of you going to see Mavis by yourself, I should go with you. And I'll stay here. I, no. No. Absolutely not. We're definitely not leaving you alone. Well, I won't be alone for long. I think that's what we're worried about. Ah. Uh... What with your condition and all? Likely to induce labor, which 
would not be a good thing. It might only change the weather, as you've said, and cows might just suddenly give birth. Yes, but uh, it could be worse. I mean, it could be a massive tornado. Who knows? I'd rather not bring about Armageddon so soon. Hmm. Well, you know, we're already one step closer as it is. Ooh, cotton candy! And off she goes, dragging Severus behind her. Uh, yes, Severus follows along, I guess. This will shake his head and run behind. Severus, I want that one. She points at a blue-pink concoction of cotton candy. Ah, yes. You you know how we get these, right? And he, he pays the vendor for one and gives it to her. Has to pay his own vendor? Yeah, I was I was interested in that too. <laughs> yes. He wouldn't steal from himself. <laughs> how do they make cotton candy? Oh, well, we have to shave the candy sheep. Oh? Yes. What color is the candy sheep? Well, it just depends on uh, what color the, the cotton... I, I'm just messing with you. Um, from what I understand, they just stretch out sugar and oh. uh, wrap it around something. Right. Well, that's no fun. Yeah. I know. And she starts munching on it. I am not really sure giving candy to this woman is a proper choice at this juncture. Oh, what's the worst that could happen? Apparently a tornado. Are you trying to talk me out of letting you have cotton candy? <sighs> Mine. Right then. Uh, Angus, what do you know of Mavis? Oh, I know she's a librarian. She is kind of a keeper of some very interesting books that I do not recommend you touch, ever. Librarians do tend to be a magical sword. She's a first librarian than I ever met that had anything to do with magic. I once knew a librarian who uh, was a dragon. A dragon? Well, yes. She she was in hiding, as most dragons tend to do. Some people, if you mention dragons, they just want to go around slaying them. And, well, that's not very productive. So the dragons had to learn to change the shapes and change the look of their horde. This particular dragon friend, she, well, she hoarded books. Is that so? Yes. Then I think that Mavis is a dragon. Oh, I'm... Certain we can find out on our own, then? Look for her tail. I suppose that would be one way to look for it. Well, I'm certain if we ask her, she can tell us all kinds of tales. Thank you. Severus, my tummy hurt. Oh, well, uh, perhaps you should uh, not eat any more of this. And he reaches for the cotton candy. (laughs) Mine. No, mine. And her eyes flash read again. Um, his eyes flash green. You have a flashing eye stare off. Yeah, it looks like Christmas. <laughs> and Angus sees this. I don't know, I think this is the right time and place for this. <clears throat> yes, you're correct. Perhaps then, if their stomach is and it's time to go from the carnival. You want to see Mavis, I'll take you up to her. Yes, I, I believe that is correct. Let's, let's be on our way. As you're leaving, there's a shout that goes up near where the uh, bigger rides and attractions are being set up and you see a bit of a commotion happening at that end of the carnival of the fun fair, sorry. Fan fair at the fun fair. Mm. Absolutely. I think whenever Severus hears the commotion, he'll let go of Meadow and head in that direction. What's Angus doing? Something very silly. Angus will uh, grab hold of uh, I almost said Marie. Of uh, Meadow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, how quickly he forgets his duties. Come along, Meadow. Let's go see what all this ruckus is about. Okay. Don't touch that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys head over on Severus's heels. But at some point, Meadow just digs her heels in and she refuses to go any further, Angus. Just starts shaking her head. No. 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 What's wrong, Mitty? No. No. 
it's 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 wrong. No. What's wrong? There's a lot of things that's wrong about this whole situation, if you ask me. No. No. And her eyes flash red, and I need you to make a... I can't remember what role I made Jax do when this happened, but we'll go with, um... Weird. No, I know that's your best stat. (laughs) I want to say sharp. Ooh, a six. It's a mighty failure. It's a fail of mark XP unless you're going to use one of your boons. I don't know. I don't know what happened with the Jax. (laughs) No, it's fine. I'll fail. You'll fail? Okay. And level up. Her eyes flash red, and you find yourself letting go of Meadow. And you stand there dumbly as Meadow turns and runs off into the crowd. Nice. Okay, Severus. And what you see up ahead is neither where the Ferris wheel is and where the fun house has been set up. You see that um, there's a small crowd of your carnival workers has grouped around someone who seems to be curled up on the ground holding their head. All right, one side, please. One side, thank you. Yes, thank you, excuse me. And uh, Severus will come up to them and kneel down. One of the younger members of the carnival who's just a a general hand around the place helping to set things up. And um, he's whimpering and rocking back and forth while holding his arms over his head. What is it? And Severus will put his hand on the man's shoulder. Tell me what happened. He seems to recognize that it's you. The nice gentleman who has taken everyone in and has been very helpful to the misfits who have uh, collected in this family. And instead of telling you what's happened, moves his arms away from his head and you see that his eyes are missing. There's what should be eyes and eyelids and eyelashes and everything. There is now just smooth skin. Um, I'll have to give you nightmares. <laughs> yeah, right? Good. Hey, buddy horror. Um, I I want to roll uh, investigate a mystery. Sure. Go for it. That's a five. <laughs> That's a five. That's a fail. How do you want to investigate this mystery? Um, I, I think it'll be like looking around and like asking like, what happened? Can someone tell me what, what happened to his eyes? Just general shrugs. No one seems to have paid any attention. They, uh, no, sorry, sorry, sir. Um, he was, um, off by the, just hauling buckets of water for the, for the ride over there. And we didn't see what happened. Um, where was he working? Can someone tell me that at least? Another shrug, but someone kind of points off to the side in between the Ferris wheel and the and the fun house. You see that there's a bucket not far away, but it's been upturned and the water or whatever is soaked into the ground. Hmm. Um, I think Severus will make his way over there to try and see what happened. And you get the distinct feeling that you are being watched. Not by the regular carnival folk, but by something or someone else. And what are you doing, sorry, Severus? Thinking. While you're thinking, we'll go back to Angus. Okay, Angus, you've just watched Meadow flee, but you are unable to make your arms or legs move or even your jaw to open your mouth and call out to her or anything. And she's long gone before you're able to regain control of your body, basically. Was I able to watch where she went? Yep. She seems to have run off towards some of the smaller tents that have already been set up. Meadow! Meadow! Angus will start trotting after her. What? Direction she went. A kind of loud. Just like Marie. No, um, you make your way through a couple of the tents and a, a woman with um, silks and a veil steps out of one of the tents and she says, May I help you, dear? I can probably help you with whatever it is that you seek. I'm looking for a very pregnant lady in a very soiled dress with crazy hair. She ran off this way. Really? 
Is that what you are really looking for? You notice she's shuffling a really large deck of wooden cards. Angus eyes the cards warily after his past experiences. Unconsciously rubs his scruffy chin. Aye, <laughs> uh, as I said, that's what I'm looking for. She ran off this way and I'm trying to locate her. I do not think it is a pregnant woman you are looking for, but another woman who has gone missing. And she holds out her wooden cards to you, displays them out, and says, Pick a card, sir. Lady, I don't have time for your daft games. I'm not missing any other woman but the one that ran off. What about Marie? Then it stops. What do you mean? She's not lost, she's in the hospital. Is she? Pick a card. Angus scowls. And huffs. Fine. Snatches one of the cards from her. Okay. She takes the card from your hand and shows it to you. And it's not a playing card. Not like you were worried around it was. And it's not a standard tarot card either. It's something far different. And as you look at the image, you swear it's a moving picture. And you see for a moment, you see Marie, and you see her being dragged away by two people in very nice suits. What was this then? And she snatches the card out of your line of sight. She says, I do not know, sir. But if you would like me to find out more, you can step into my tent. Angus looks from the woman to the direction you last saw or was following. Uh, Meadow. Meadow. Kind of looks back and forth between them. Obviously, the decision warring in his head. Oh, for crying out loud. Why is that daft woman always got to get herself in trouble? What's she steal now? Cripes. Fine, fine. Quickly done. He steps into the tent. You step into the tent and you're pretty quickly able to discern just by the stereotypical accoutrements and layout. This is very definitely the fortune teller's tent. And unlike other fortune tellers you may have seen, this one has already proven that she has some mystical powers of some kind. She has you sit down across from her at the table and she pulls out a crystal ball. And she says, I, I know it's a cliche, but it work. Put one hand on the ball. <laughs> Fondle the ball. No, she doesn't. She just says, put one hand on the ball. <laughs> Angus looks at her somewhat uncertainly, somewhat cynically, rolls his shoulders and sighs, places one of his hands on the ball. And she moves her hands around the ball. <laughs> Just uh, about uh, half an inch away from it, and she stares into it. And she says, Hmm, I think you are right. She has taken something that they do not believe belongs to her. I need you to roll weird, please. Like the stat, or...? The stat weird. What other weird would it be? Oh, it's a 13, though. Oh. Yes, uh... Something she does not yet know that she has herself. Oh, crazy. Is she pregnant, too? Was given to her by another man. Oh my god, she is pregnant. A man also wearing a suit. But... Bit as foggy as to what man is or where he is. It looks like uh, his people have uh, taken her. Hmm. Maybe they want to bring her into the fold, into their uh, assemblage. Angus sits upright. She does not seem to uh, like this idea and is fighting them. I thought she would, and thought she should. Can you tell me where they are now? Hmm. She almost puts her nose to the ball as she's staring intently into <laughs> whatever it is you can't see, but she can see. She says, mm, mm, they are on the move. A van, maybe, taking her, I guess, to where they come from. It does not seem more than that. Oh, this is very strange. I see same woman somewhere else. In a dark place. There's rock and stone. It is cold. Maybe a cave. I seen another woman. Same one, maybe. At the bar. Yes. Another one. With a, a 
a man in a, in a hat, like a cowboy. I see yet another one. This one, she has a, a, a pussycat. And another, she is wearing a white. She is poisonous. And I see, I see a man. Many, many versions of this woman. I do not understand. This is unprecedented. <laughs> and after that loud noise that seems to emanate from the ball, she slumps back, seemingly unconscious in her chair, quite dramatically. Crying out loud, Marie, what have you done now? You wore her out. Oh, that dratted Jackson. Hendrix, honestly. And he just kind of looks at the lady, then they just kind of quietly gets up and starts inching towards the exit. Egress. And flap. Flap you came in through, yep. <laughs> Severus. Yes. You're approaching the upturned bucket, or the overturned bucket. What are you doing? I want to use magic. Okay, to do what? I want to observe another place in time. Mm-hmm. I just want to rewind a little bit and see what happened. How does this look? How do you do this magic? I think he'll squat down by the bucket, and his eyes will just glow as he pierces the veil of time. He's so much cleaner than Jack's. Yeah, right? I... <laughs> he doesn't bleed. I also have a move called The Game is Fixed. Uh-huh. Which, whenever I'm using magic in a fairground, I get plus one forward. Okay. <laughs> That's a seven. Yeah, so a glitch, because you're using magic, right? Pick one. I think it draws uh, immediate unwelcome attention. Okay. I don't think he's trying to, to hide that he's doing this. All right. So what you do is you pick up the bucket and try to imagine what the young man probably saw or did. Your eyes flash green as you call to the magic to rewind back to just a few moments before. And as you feel like you were the young man walking along holding the bucket, and then you kind of stumble and trip, and you're worried about the bucket of water that you're carrying. So you stop, and you stare down in it for a moment, and you blink, and something seems to happen where in your reflection, you don't see your eyes, and you give out a startled scream as for a moment you cannot see, you drop the bucket, there is a clattering sound, people come running towards you, and your eyes are just brightly flashing green, on and off, like a strobe light, as you are experiencing what this young man just experienced, and you still cannot see. Are you all right, sir? Are you okay, Mr. Safadi? Yes, yes, I'm fine. Uh, Severus will, will do his best to cover his eyes with his hand. Yes, I'm. I'm fine. I, uh, I, I just got a little dizzy. Is all. Th th thank you. Um, thank you all so much. Uh, could continue performing admirably. It's allergies, man. <laughs> oh, okay. They seem really weary. They've just seen something weird happen to their boss, but they kind of disperse. But you do hear a few of them mumbling to each other quietly. What was that? Did you see what's up with his eyes? And a few moments later, after you blink a few more times, your vision returns to you. Uh, I want to try another investigative mystery. Sure. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a four. Oh my. <laughs> it's another fail. Uh, Appreciate you taking all the bad rolls tonight. Yeah, you're welcome. You look over and you see that there is a male teen of, you only just see him quickly out of the corner of your eye, but you see him, he's holding up one of those cell phones, one of those smart cell phones, and it looks like he's recording you. And the moment he realizes you've noticed him, he runs off. Severus is going to chase after him. Sure. Give me an act under pressure. How'd I know? So much murder. Child murder. I'm not going to murder the child. Hey, that's an eight. I might murder the child. Hey. <laughs> Act under pressure. Worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. You catch sight of Meadow, and she looks like she's going into someone's caravan. You can either catch up with the young man, 
or go save whoever Meadow has on her sides. Oh, gods. Oh, wow. Uh, um, Welcome to hard choice time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't often get the hard choice option, but I came up with something. He's going to have to go to Meadow because... <laughs> Boy, that's going to be an awkward one to explain. <laughs> okay. Who do you think in your carnival she's likely set her sights on? Um, oh, probably the strong man. Oh, okay. She's going in. So the door's closed. Um, the door's closed? Yep. Um, Severus gives two knocks and then opens the door saying, Surprise inspection! <laughs> okay. Hmm. The strong man is... Where is he? Crying. He's sitting on the floor, crisscross applesauce, and Meadow is standing behind him with her hands on the top of his head, seemingly giving him a scalp massage. Oh. He is caught in the moment of moaning from the scalp massage to having his boss suddenly fling open his door. Um, boss, what's, what's, what's going on? I'm just, hi. Well, what is the meaning of this? She's giving me a scalp massage. You're getting a scalp massage from a local? Yeah, she's, she said you, you knew her. Well, yes, I do know her, but, um, <clears throat> Meadow, uh, I, I think you should come with me. But I really want to come with him. <laughs> Walked right into that one. Mm-hmm. Meadow, we had an agreement. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Strongman. I have to go. And she kind of hangs her head and over dramatic shame and <sighs> walks out of the strong man's caravan. And Severus will, will give the strong man like one final like look, like of like you know the guy did something wrong or something. I I I'm sorry. He'll just like shake his head and just like walk out, close the door. Right. Um. Meadow, there's, there, there may be something you can help me with. One of my associates uh, has been blinded. Not sure by what. Uh, by the light? The light? Blinded by the light. You know, it's a song. Oh. Uh, no, I, I don't think it was from that. Um, uh, where, where is Mr. Angus? I have no idea. I suppose uh, we should find it. Okay. Um, I'm going to use magic again. <laughs> All the rolls. I'm going to be using the move the game is fixed. Mm -hmm. oh, that's a six. <laughs> well, I was going to do something cool because. What does it look like? And yeah, we'll see how this fucks up. Um, I think he just kind of pictures Angus in his head. And because he knows the carnival grounds well enough. And I think it's almost as if it speaks to him like it's a companion most of the time. But sometimes it can be fickle, apparently. So you're trying to trying to imagine him like a map of the carnival and the Angus is here kind of arrow. Yeah, exactly. Like a, like a video game. Yes. Yeah, sure. The image you have in your mind is you trying to call up Angus in your carnival. The map kind of blips out, and instead you see what looks like Angus, but with a, a much nicer um, beard, very magnificent beard and mustache, and uh, he seems to be in a location you're not familiar with. But then he turns around and seems to stare right at you, and he says, Ugh, who the fuck are you? And then it blips back, and you see your normal surroundings. Severus kind of like looks around and he's like, what are you trying to tell me? Mother, I think we should ask around. Tall Scotsman should be easy to find in a town like this. Okay. And she seems contrite to follow your lead for the time being. 
Ingus, you go looking for the Scotsman. The Scotsman, where is he going? Ingus. He would have left the tent and then continue in the same direction that he had thought Marie had gone. Meadow. Oh, wow. Say it again. He would have left the tent and gone in the direction that he thought uh, Meadow, he last saw her in, all the while shouting, Meadow! Meadow! Okay, and after a few moments, you hear, Angus! Angus! And then you see her kind of running towards you in almost slow motion, and, you know, one of those scenes where the two lovers are coming running towards each other. Oh, you daft woman. Where'd you run off to? And she continues and just launches herself into your arms. You've been here before. As have many men. <laughs> and women. And other things. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so many tentacles. The weirder the better for me, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get off me. No. No. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Angus, Angus kind of hastily kind of pushes her off, just kind of peels her off and sets her on the ground. What's going on? Where did you run off to? You cannot do that. I had to give a man a massage, and he just needed a loving touch to make his world feel better. But then Severus walked in. Well, that sounds like he was quite awkward. Yes, well, thankfully I stopped it before anything happened. I was freeing his mind so he could let the universe in and be one with all. Well, that's not creepy or anything. What happened with your man at the uh, ride? Something took his eyes. Took his eyes? Yes. I have to admit it's a new one for me. His eyes are completely gone and there's just skin as if he'd never had them in the first place. Sounds like a nightmare. Yes, I, I um definitely be bothered by this for years to come. Where is he now? Did you just leave him somewhere on his own? Well, I have people who can watch over him. But uh, I last left him, he was by the funhouse. Ooh, funhouse! Yes, we've just recently expanded it. It's now two stories, which, you know, not very many carnivals can do that. Quite proud of it. Attractions attraction's taking people's eyes does not sound very fun to me. Well, I'm not sure that it was an attraction. Oh, there is another piece of business. Um, I performed some magic, and I believe a child captured it on video. Oh, welcome to the club. Well, at least I had my clothes on. Angus, did a child film you without your clothes on? And where can I get that video? It, no, just no. No. But you just said, welcome to the club. Why? Those people aren't here like to take pictures of things. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> All this technology with the phones and the cameras. Oh, I know it. The world was so much better before we had cell phones. Why would you want to have a phone on you all then? Why would you want to always be reachable? I don't have a phone. That's probably for the best metal. I need to poop. Is that Sarah or Meadow? That's Meadow. Um, well, we, we, we have some uh, porta parties over there. <laughs> no, I'd better go home because at the moment when I poop, butterflies come out. Uh, right then. Um, what? Perhaps we should take her back. Um, there's these blood freed butterflies, they come out and they're like, shh, as they fly around. This is a bit out of my league. It's, it's a bit out of mine, too. It's definitely a new one for me. Um, I can return you home. Mr. Angus, would you come along or do you want to stay here and uh, enjoy the setup for a bit? Angus kind of glances back to where the fortune teller's uh, tent was. I know. I think I had enough of this place for right now. I'll go back with you, and then I can take you to go see Mavis. While your mother, kind of air quotes, is taking care of her... Pooping. ...business. I'm... I'm gonna poop butterflies. 
I, I just, I don't even know what to do with this. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we... Perhaps we should mention to Joel. <laughs> yeah. Joel, I, I think you should take care of this business. Not sure if you need toilet paper or a butterfly net. Uh, she's she's got to go poop. Okay. Um, and he'll help his sister up the stairs to her own bathroom. And this, you'll notice if you're outside, a window suddenly opens up. <laughs> For the butterflies to escape <laughs> As you guys are about to hop into Severus's truck, Angus, you spy a horse and rider coming into town off the off-ramp along the main road heading towards the Watchtower Tavern. You recognize him as Hendrix Fregel, that weird cowboy dude. What do you do? So Angus is spying a cowboy-like figure. Rolling the town on a hoss. <laughs> <laughs> no, was he not on a hoss? I missed that. So he was on a horse, yes. Looks like Dios. The hoss. Is it Dios? Dios the hoss. Memories. Uh, it spies the cowboy esque like figure astride the hoss and like pauses midway with the door open on the uh, side of the truck. Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> what is it, Mr. Angus? Nothing but trouble, that's for sure. Give me a second. All right. Angus kind of shuts the door and steps over into the road and just kind of glares at Hendrix. Eat some coconuts. <laughs> I slow down, stop near them. Well, hello there. What are you doing back here? I see you've heard of me. Well, I am back to find my once-summoned lover, Marie. Why? Well, you're looking for Marie, are you? Indeed. Why, do you know Marie? Do you know where she is? I don't know if I caught her last name last time, but... <laughs> Angus kind of hesitates for a moment. But I'm not really sure Marie is. She have a last name? Uh, read, read something. Read, uh... Door, maybe. Sure, Marie Reddor. Angus kind of shakes his head. Why, Marie Reddor? Sure. And who are you to her? Uh, well, uh, I don't know how much I should tell you. I, I've been told I should not say as much as I do sometimes. She is, she is the one who brought me here. I'd say your horse brought you here, wouldn't you say? Okay, I, I give up with a subtlety thing. She summoned me from this rock. Uh, because she has a deal with an imp that I'm also a part of, and now our souls are linked. You know anything about that or not? Fucking allow to respond to that. Um, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Hi. I made it all thing up through. My Marie's not here. She's in the hospital. In the hospital? Why? What happened? Hi. What do you see? There is a bit of, uh, Angus kind of waves his hands around. A bit of a situation. Similar to your own, salt was summoned. We dealt with it, or she got herself hurt in the process. We? So uh, are you and she like a thing? Angus raises an eyebrow. No, never. Okay, I mean, I was merely asking. Not a chance. Oh, sure, I mean, she is pretty attractive. Oh, and what about you? What about me? Other than being, and he raises his hands up because the old bunny ears, quotes. Summoned by her. What's your other affiliation with her? I don't understand what you're doing with your fingers there, but uh, my affiliation, I, as I said, she uh, she uh, summoned me in a well, specifically in this uh, honeymoon suite. Just me and her alone. It was beautiful. Uh, but alas, I did not let things go too far. At that point, I felt it was a little forward of her, and so she kept chasing. But uh, I I bat her away. Not literally. But then we solved the crime together, which was nice. And then I left to discover myself. I discovered a lot of things. I'll, I have a list of things that I discovered. My gosh, this world's crazy. But, uh, yeah. Did I mention I'm from the past? Well, one could say we're all from the past. Why, why would one say that? We're not all from the past. Are you from the past, too? I from when I was born, and I grew up. And I'm here. So I'm in from the past. 
this is a bit different. It might be a bit advanced. I don't know how in touch you are with the whole magic and, and such. You know, oh, sorry. I'm, magic is real, by the way. Um, so, yeah. I'm from uh, a couple centuries ago. Uh, now I'm here because of deals with imps. Oh, you know. Um, yeah. So he doesn't remember Angus at all? That's the impression you're getting. That's the impression I'm getting. That makes it so much easier. But he has pretty much told you his life story, so... (laughs) It's like being back in the first time. You see that you've started to draw a crowd. You people have stopped to look at the horsey and the cowboy on the horsey. Hendrix waves to everyone enjoying the spotlight. (laughs) Of course. And he just kind of looks around the crowd and then looks back at Hendrix and kind of sighs. Perhaps you should hitch your horse up. You can come with us. We can discuss this magic issue. Uh, I mean, the horse can come with. Angus kind of sighs. Unless we're going inside a room. I mean, uh, if we're outside, the horse, horse might as well stay in the vicinity. I'm very close with my horse. I'd rather not lose it. I said like four times now, I still not got it right. Horse! God damn it! Horse. <laughs> boy. Just how close it gets to your horse, then. You discovered things, did you? I did indeed. I discovered many things about my life and who I am as a person. My horse and I have been through a lot. My name's Dios. Alright, fair enough. Why don't you and Dios come with us, then? We're going to the library. Perhaps we can figure it out. I kind of want to have a conversation with Marie in hospital, but I get the feeling that that's probably not on the table right now. <laughs> so, sure. Uh, that seems like a logical thing to do. Uh, I will follow you and uh, learn whatever we learn. What was it that you, you said you dealt with the summon thing that, that put her in hospital? What was it then? You're asking her what kind of matter that creature? Uh, did you deal with it? Oh, I thought we did. That's okay then. It's a deck of cards. Decker, what? I playing cards. I large ones. That does sure. I, I will just accept this. This time is confusing. You have no idea. Oh boy, I have an idea. I have a list of ideas. Right, it's that list of things you discovered about yourself. I have. I have a list. <laughs> Two lists. <laughs> Very organized cowboy. Okay, so Angus heads back to the truck and um, returns to Severus. What do you guys do? Who do I see? Who is Severus? What is what is Severus? Oh, Severus is a man. Rather tall and thin. Looks a bit like Errol Flynn or um, Vincent Price in a three-piece suit with green eyes and a uh, mustache goatee. And he's currently smoking and Looking at Hendrix quite suspiciously. With uh, Vincent Price and Errol Finn, I'm picturing a, a mix between Robin Hood and Dracula. Yeah, it'll work. Well, howdy there. My name's Hendrix, and you are? Uh, Hendrix gets off his horse and goes to shake the hand. He takes a long drag of his cigarette and just... <sighs> so you're the bastard. Oh, great. Uh, Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, the, oh, you forgot, eh? The out of character. The, the, the bastard? Yes. I mean, yes, I am. You, you left something behind last time you were around these parts. <laughs> Place a couple million. Where? Marie, that's why I'm back for her. Yeah, we're not talking about Marie, whom I have yet to meet. Oh, you should. She's a lovely woman. A little forward, if you ask me, but otherwise. Thank you, Scoffs. Yes. Speaking of forward, do you know Meadow? Uh, I do have. Yes. Yes, I, it, uh, I do. Biblically. Uh, I mean, I'm not one for the Bible, but sure. Yeah. Well, you're in for a great surprise. You're talking all ominously. Well, I'm quite an ominous person. Fair enough. Where do you say you were from? Oh, here and there. I own the carnival that's currently in town, and we like to travel. Oh, lovely. So you're, you're, you run this, uh, this circus? Not a circus. We're, we're a carnival. 
Oh, well, fair enough. I've been with the sucks myself. Indeed. Ed, his, his eyes just narrow. Perhaps we should continue the conversation at the library. Angus kind of gives uh, Snape a uh, Severus a look. <laughs> I, we have business with Mavis. Perhaps a discussion with her could definitely bring to light a great many details and facts to sort things out. Sounds reasonable, I suppose. I'm not one for reading, but sure. Uh, you want to roll manipulate someone? Is that for me? Yeah. Oh, Severus not happy with this arrangement. Severus is not happy with Hendrix right now. <laughs> it's, you know, fair. Nobody is ever. Ooh, it's a five. It's a failure. Mac experience. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> with Hendrix. No, with Severus. <laughs> oh, man. Now, now I'm, I'm in a bad spot because... If I do what he says, you know, I don't get the experience. But if I, yeah, I think Severus is gonna gonna lay a wall upon. But he failed, so you can get really pissy with him. Mm-hmm. And if I don't do what he says, I get experience. Hmm. Yeah. What do you want to do? Either way, Hendrik loses. <laughs> I think I think Severus is gonna try to punch Hendrix. Oh no! Go for it. Oh, no. Oh, it's okay. Cook some off. Yeah. I have a minus one tough, though. Yeah, that's a one. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you describe this fail. How does it look? I I think uh, Severus does like a... I mean, he's not much of a a fighter in the traditional fisticuff sense. Don't say. Uh, He prefers his magic, so I think he does make it like a very obvious, like, uh, what is it called? Uh, like a right hook. And <laughs> spins right round. I think Hendrix can easily dodge it and just like, you know, duck his head back. Severus like spins and he's like, <clears throat> right. And just like composes himself. So we are headed to the uh, library as it were. Hi. As much as I'd like to see how that was going to play out, I think perhaps we should just go to the library. Sorry, was that an attempt at a punch? Is that what you just did right there? Uh, Yes. Yes, it was. Can I ask why? Yes. Um, you impregnated my mother. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Uh, now, could you be more specific of who your mother is? I have been with a lot of women. Oh, dear. Perhaps we should take this conversation where there's not a lot of ears. Um, yeah, I think Severus is going to listen to Angus this time. I'm going to pick a roll again. Also, I leveled up. <laughs> oh boy! Shoot! After last week, I'm not surprised. I go right. So, where are you taking this private conversation after trying to <laughs> make the bastard to Castle Library? To Castle Library. Okay. As we start leaving, I mean, Henry's like, oh, "You, you can't just end on that. Like, say that, and then say to take it somewhere else. Can we just have a name? It's Meadow." I don't need to process this. <laughs> Cut to the library. Hendrix, the last time you may have seen the library, it was a library. Now there is a four-story high castle where that library was. And a sign saying Hendrix Library. And it was Germanic. Oh, Germanic. Ger- oh, my goodness. Germanic? Jumanji. It's Jumanji. That's where I thought you were going with that. My God, it was. It was pretty Jumanji experience for everyone. Um, okay. Uh, was this here last time? I don't think so. I'm surprised you would have noticed one way or the other. Right. I'm Get back to me. On, I'm still processing. There's a castle now, though. Don't try and put too much thought into it. Okay. What things have changed since last you were here? Sure. Uh, apparently. Castles, summonings, pregnancies. Uh, you know, part of the course here in Hendrix. So you guys head on in? Yeah. I assume Angus is leading you into the library proper to look for Mavis, is that correct? I would like the library improper. Well, that's the rest of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dungeon. Oh my. That's where Angus lives. I have a room. You have a room in the basement, apparently. 
It's my haven. Okay, so you guys find Mavis. She's shelving some books, and it literally does appear to be a castle inside and out, but they've turned the inside, this part area anyway, that's open to the public into a library. So there are lots of shelves of books and stuff. Is there a spiral staircase? Sure. Yes. You're welcome, audience. Oh, oh, Angus. Um, who are your friends? Hi, Magus. This is Severus Svarty and Hendrix Friegel. Mr. Svarty is the proprietor of the Thriving Carnival. I just came to town. Oh, oh, I'm very much looking forward to visiting. I think I might want a bubble stone. Get a visit. Just saying. Oh? Hi. We'll talk about it in a bit. And Mr. Friedel, well, he's got his own story to tell. And she looks over at Hendrix and sees him in his cowboy get up and she's like, oh, are you, are you part of the carnival as well? Not this one, I'm afraid. I was part of one in the past, but uh, that didn't work out well. I imagine why. Right. I assume this isn't a visit to borrow some books, so would you like to talk somewhere private? Angus looks around the empty library. Oh, I we wouldn't want any prying ears to hear us. Point taken. But, just in case someone does come in, and she leads you off to um, a back room that has a couple of couches and a giant tapestry of some epic fight on hanging up on the wall, a holdover from when the castle first appeared. Can you describe this tapestry? It's an epic fight, and there's lots of playing cards on it, and, um, yeah. What kind of playing cards? Can you go into more detail, please? Oh, there's lots of jacks, the jacks of hearts, the jack of spades, you know, all those cards that you killed. Jack of Nicholson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just want to also point out that um, while you were helping... Mavis set up the library after Marie was taken to the hospital, Angus. You were unable to locate Jax's body. I'm good with it. <laughs> so, why are we here exactly? Uh, I whisper to Angus. What the hell are we doing here? Would anyone like some tea? She goes over to the kettle and switches it on. Oh, yes, I would love some. Thank you. Excellent. Hi, Hendrix. Perhaps as we wait, you can tell your tale. I think perhaps that should send some light on some situations that we're seeing now. My tale? Which which part? There's the uh, there's the pre uh, pre travel to the future, uh, and there's the post, and then there's the post Hendrix. Angus sits down. I'll tell you my post Hendrix because it's the most exciting with my list. Number one, I am not Amish. Uh, I found a little commune, stayed with them for all of two days before getting kicked out uh, faster than my mama kicked my papa out of the room the night that I was conceived, or so I hear. Uh, number two, um, homosexual, bisexual, pansexual. There are a lot of sexuals in the future. Uh, some of them like ain't even nothing to do with like people making love, so I hear, like like transsexual. Not that I'm complaining, but it would, would be like damn helpful if people could like make up their minds about what's okay and what's not, because, you know, they have, like, these bars for people, and everyone's totally, like, carefree and, and not not uh, judging. And then, like, you meet this one person who says that they're not on speaking terms with their mother because their mother says it's a sin. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, number three, I mean, it's a long list. I should probably not keep going for a while. But uh, number three, movies. See, we had picture illusions when I was young, but I, I've never seen the talking one, and it's just, like, straight-up magic. That's the extent of this, of what I've learned of, of that. Perhaps, and Angus kind of puts his hands up, let's start with how you got here. I think Mavis would like to hear that. It may fill in some gaps. The here, as in the the the, this, the future? Aye. Well, I was on the run from the law back then. Uh, ma'am, well, kind of. Kind of, I mean, they're a long story that involves some... Uh, wolves biting some people and then I got scratched and then I ended up in this uh oh boy I remember wish I remember the name of the place. Um where was it? I I forgot my names of my places. 
uh, hold, the hold, canyon, right? Hold. It was something. Yeah, canyon. it's the name of the canyon. Uh, uh, ah, yeah, I got to El Gran Passe, uh, and uh, there's like this dark, dark place where people go missing or something, uh, and then there uh, I had an encounter with this imp who said that they'd cure the whole uh, wolf condition thing, that if I agreed... Sarah, what did we say? I I think um, you gave him your soul. If Did I say that exactly? Something like that. You've made an agreement with him. You're not quite sure what happened. Next thing you remember was crawling out of a chest. Long story short, I solved the problem by making a deal with an imp and then ended up in the future. Right. And and where is this imp now, dear? The imp? Uh, well, I, why do you ask? Well, if he was with you in the past and then sent you to the future, does that mean we now have an imp problem? Well, we have a, a, an imp. I don't know if they're a problem or a solution. They've been a, a solution in a few cases. Well, it's just that the town of Hendrix hasn't had an imp problem since 1999, dear. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> no, no, hold on. I just I, I just had a thought about something. As Hendrix flashes back to uh, the solutions the imp has provided and the cost of said solutions. You said Meadow was pregnant? Talking to Severus? Yes. Yeah, and you are sure that I am the, the father of said child? As far as I'm aware, um, Meadow seems to be of the impression that you are. Well, how does she know? I mean, does she not? Well, I suppose probably not. Uh, what are you trying to say, sir, about my mother? I, I don't know. I feel like... Severus is taking off his jacket and <laughs> slowly rolling up his sleeves. You know, there I may have made a deal with an imp. Uh, this imp that, uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I will get to that later. Uh, carry on. You said there was an imp problem in town, yeah, Mavis? Well, no, 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 dear. Not since 1999 when we had quite the infestation. Sure. They were driven out and I was just... It's kind of like mice. Once you see one mouse, you know, you know there are... More not far behind. Mice are beautiful. Well, not when they're chewing on books, dear, and all sorts of other things. I mean, who reads anyway? I do. Well, that figures. We have a library, so we have a lot of members of the library, so there are quite a few people who do read. Sure, I'm sure. Well, uh, I wouldn't worry. This imp is uh, rather contained and not been a nuisance in the past, so they're probably all all. Fine, hopefully. That's up to conjecture. Yeah, I may need to talk to this imp. So the name's Steve, and uh, they may have an interest in uh, Meadow's child, theoretically. Oh dear. Perhaps you should sit down for just a second, Hendrix. Let's try and put some things. I thought I was sitting on the sofa. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize I'm still standing up. I will take a seat. <laughs> so, just to fill in some gaps here, so we're all on the same page. Hendrix, I have met you previously. What are you doing with me? Uh, I'm, I, Hold on, let me explain. Marie and I got sent to the past back to, ironically, 1999. We're not really sure how that happened, except we think that there was some kind of, obviously, magic involved. We got sent back. We dealt with this imp problem. And Steve, of which I speak of, he was there too. It's always interesting how he always pops up at the wrong times. We then traveled back to what we thought was a normal time. No one remembers us. Well, no one remembers me. It's almost like it's an alternate timeline. There's a lot of things that are mixed up right now. But I'm thinking that Mavis at least remembers me from that time before we went back. I think it's going to give Mavis a look. She's not meeting your eyes at all. Mm-hmm. That sounds totally inconceivable. I mean, time travel magic, who? That's just stupid. <laughs> this is the guy who moved forward through time in the blink of an eye. Hendrix was joking? <laughs> Aye. So there's a lot of things in play here, especially when we look at the fact 
that Medu is allegedly Severus's mother, when clearly he appears to be much older than Medu herself. So somehow I think we're all tied in here somehow. And with Marie out of pocket right now, I think it's up to us. We're trying to make things work out and figure out what's going on. If you're implying that I am the child in question from the future, that's that's simply not the case. I know my father. Hold on, are you from the future? No, I'm not from the future. I'm I've lived since oh nine hundred C E. Oh. C E. Current era. Uh, my father is Oten Svati, who is a warrior poet and a Viking, and, well, he and my mother met on the battlefield. It was a very touching story that I shan't bore you with, but the reason why I age more so than my mother is because I'm only half divine. Well, someone thinks how of themselves. Mavis is just, like, sipping tea, watching you all over a teacup as you guys are all, like, spilling the beans! What I would like to know is, what happened to Aramitha? <coughs> Angus looks pointedly at Mavis. I'm sorry, what? Aramitha. Meadow's true name, her true self. I have no idea who you're talking about. Does anyone else think Mavis is sounding more and more like Meadow? I can assure you it's not intentional. I'm running these listen parties on my Twitch stream, Zero Does Stuff. Check it out every Sunday from 7pm Eastern if you want to join in. We just listened to episode 8. And I recently heard the voice I used for Mavis back from that first mystery. She used to sound like such a snooty look-down-her-nose type of librarian. I have no idea what's going on. Anyway, moving on. Did you like our surprise guest? Hendrix and Dios are back, cowpokes. Be sure to tune in for our next episode, number 32, because we have another returning character for you. This one is a fan-favorite NPC. Speaking of NPCs, if you'd like to have an NPC named after you, all you've got to do is go to Twitter at Redgate and Wolf and retweet our pin tweet, and you're in with a chance. I'll add it to my list, and when I need one, I can just grab one from there. No promises, though. Right, we have an interesting trailer for this American Dice podcast. They're currently playing Monster of the Week and Dungeon World and have a lot of additional content that you guys might enjoy. We totes recommend you check them out after the beep. And as always, Red Wolves, thanks for listening. Beep! Hunger, disease, war. These are woes of the 20th century. The Lore Corporation is investing in the 21st century. An end to diseases plaguing the globe. A solution to food scarcity here and abroad. A stop to the violence that plagues our cities and our global neighbors. The start of a better world. The Lore Corporation. Better designs for a better world. Whether you're looking for fun, a place to start a business, or somewhere to raise a family, look no further than Palmetto City. Located on the beautiful west coast of Florida, we're only minutes from pristine golf beaches, natural Florida wildlife, and world-class restaurants and amusements. Our growing population is the customer base and the workforce you'll need to make your small business dreams into big business reality. We've been ranked one of the most affordable major metro areas in the southeast, if you're looking for a home, look no further than Palmetto City. Good morning, Miss Lear. You've been a valuable employee, Mr. Welker. So valuable, in fact, that I believe a promotion's in order. I'm flattered. A new position just opened up in management. Longer hours, but the pay's better and you'll lead your own team. Whatever the company needs, I'm ready. Glad to hear it. Welcome to the team, Mr. Welker. Report to our acquisitions department to be trained for fieldwork and hazardous retrieval protocols. Good luck. Lear passes Welker a file folder as she strides from the room. At a glance, he catches a few phrases. Live acquisition, Hydro Sapien, full force authorized. <laughs> Whatever you think you signed up for, kid. <laughs> you signed up for way more than you can handle. 
country music sensation Sundry Charms, who brought us the smash hit Newtown Lane, has been acquitted of his wife's murder. Charms, whose song eerily outlined the details of his wife's death, is now a free man. But what's next for the man who skyrocketed to the top of the charts only to be thrown in jail? Well, rumor has it that he's bought a house right here in Palmetto City. I was the one who could tell that you had potential. I was the one who encouraged them to keep an eye on you. That's why you were in Welker's files. I pointed them towards you because you could see this for the tragedy that it is. And if you're willing to make sure that these kind of tragedies don't keep happening, tragedies that could have happened if the Lore Corporation got powers it could never control, then you'll hear me out. I don't think that our time is long here, and I think that what we're involved in tonight is a mass extinction event, for better or for worse, of all the magic that's left around here. You know, however we're going to stop this, it's going to require some some big sacrifice beyond uh, beyond just, like, even one life. Uh, oh, well. When in hell. This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. Not on top of me.